The Clarion Podcast is brought to you by uh, academiccomposition.com. Go there if you don't want to write your liberal arts papers. Because why would you? Nobody wants to. Even the liberal arts majors don't want to write their papers. They just want to graduate with their degree and then think that they're going to be lucky and score a six-figure government job. But that's not going to happen to them either. Anyway, go to academiccomposition.com and have Alex and his crack team of writing staff write your papers for you. If you want to become a writer, contact Alex as well. He pays by the page at a fair market wage. And he also has marketing positions. We just post ads up on Craigslist. Both jobs are incredibly boring. Both jobs are not going to be rewarding. Both jobs are rewarding only in the financial sense that they pay. And you could do them remotely, uh, even from a beach in Thailand. Uh, we have my Amazon affiliate program. If you shop online through Amazon, well, then why don't you go and give the captain some money? Does it cost you any more? So how, does that ha- how can I give the captain money? And it doesn't cost me any more. All you have to do is go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Look for the Amazon banner. It's to the right. It's in the right. Don't tell me it's not there. It's there. I just checked it. Click on that banner. Do all your shopping there. And I get a 6 to 7% commission and cut for sending the traffic to Amazon.com. Doesn't cost you a penny more. <clears throat> Rattlerstrap.com. Check out Rattlerstrap.com if you're looking for a durable belt made by an entrepreneur uh, made with power paracord. It's what uh, they use in uh, parachutes, the cord that attaches to parachutes. He he makes belts out of those. InvisibleHandFashion.com. Born out of frustration from the inability of idiotic co-workers and a large leftist shithole to understand basic logic, InvisibleHandFashion.com serves up cold hard facts in both snarky and subtle forms on books, not books, sorry, on clothes, shirts, uh, bags, coffee mugs, that type of thing. They're a merch account. And they have a lot of cool shirts with charts and data and economics. They will certainly start a conversation that's assuming people are smart enough to look at them long enough to figure out what the heck that shirt means. Steve Jerky. Go to Facebook.com slash Steve's Jerky if you're interested in getting some jerky. It's better than the average jerky, a lot better. Um, He's no longer selling it by the gallon. He invested some better equipment and now sells it in five-ounce packs. They sell for $10 a piece plus five bucks shipping. If you buy three or more, he will cover the shipping, that's facebook.com slash Steve's Jerky and businessbuyeradvantage.com. In order to get ahead and take advantage of tax laws and maximize your lifestyle, you need to be in business for yourself. It's faster, cheaper, easier, and less risky to buy an already successful business than it is to try and do a startup. Access tons of free information about how to go and buy and sell a business at businessbuyeradvantage.com. If you like what you see, you could go deeper by taking the Business Buyer Advantage online course. Use the discount code CLARY to get a special price. Welcome to the Clary Podcast, a division of Aaron Clary, LLC, brought to you by AssholeConsulting.com, Aaron Clary, Chairman and CEO. Your host, Captain Capitalism himself, the world's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. Hello, Lieutenant Economist, the old captain here. Uh, we have kind of a Frankenstein uh, podcast. I recorded a segment with DT, uh, the former Black Brigade, and then uh, me and the Beckloff were on his channel last night where I, I explained to him why he was wrong about malls. 
Now, whether Chris Beckloff understands why that he's wrong, I mean, that's, you know, that's another thing. Uh, but we have those two segments together, and I uh, just want to introduce this. Uh, for our scheduling purposes, just so you know, the Clary Podcast will be, in theory, moving to Fridays, but you know how regularly I stick to a regular schedule. But we have the Older Brother Podcast religiously at 6 p.m. on Tuesday, Central Standard Time, because it has to be that way if we're going to have guests on regularly and doing a live stream. And then, um, But the Clary Podcast will be moved to Friday evenings, uh, or not Friday evenings, just be moved to Fridays because that's why I'll be recording it. Uh, so we're just moving a little switch around and stuff like that. But as always, uh, remember that you know it could be Thursday, it could be Saturday, it could be whenever the heck I feel like it because that is how the old Clara Meister swings. So anyway, as Melvin Bragg says, uh, says in, uh, what's the show? In our time in the BBC. I hope you enjoy the program. Boom. All right, I'm gonna let Aaron in. We're not wrapping up the show. We're gonna we're gonna let Aaron in because Aaron's listening. He wanted to hop in, so he, he's 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 coming in here with some anti-mall propaganda. Um, hey, hey, Aaron, what's up? Can you hear me? Hey. All right. Yeah. What's what's this now? You you still you're pining for the malls in the days of your and housewives yeah. from the fifties or something? Uh, yes, I still miss the mall. The mall was a, uh, mall was a wonderful thing. Uh, uh, hey, could, could be again. Be, before I go further, do I have your permission to download this and, and put it as a segment on my own podcast? Uh, sure, yes. Okay, okay, cool. All right, everybody everybody, say lots of swear words because this is now on Aaron's show. So, <laughs> so now, okay, what, what, I, I understand your argument for the mall, but where have I – where have I, I – uh, uh, angered you or incurred your wrath oh no i was just busting your balls because like you, you had some blog post and you were like a lot of people if they come to the twin cities they're going to want to do something lame like go to mall of america and i'm like i want to go to mall of america but that that's what everybody does it's the same old mall well, I, there's still malls left in pennsylvania right yeah but this is a giant ass fucking mall it's okay take your biggest mall you have what's the biggest mall in philly like is it out oh, by I, king I, of prussia or something know. like that uh, probably King of Prussia. Okay, okay. Go walk around that three times. It's the same thing. It's the same stores. I, admittedly, there is an amusement park in the center of the mall, but it's kind of a scaled down version. It's not like you're going off of these crazy roller coasters that like Syndicate Chief goes off on. Um, but it's it's the same thing. It's it's basically four donuts on top of each other. You walk around in a circle, go down the escalator, walk around in a circle, go down the escalator, and they got you know. Uh, well, back in the day, I haven't been there in probably a decade, but back in the day, they had Suncoast videos. I'm sure that's gone. They have your Cinnabon. They have your King Julius. And and that's it. Uh, I don't even think they got a comic book store there now that I think about it. Oh, a mall that size. I bet you it has a comic book store. I, I don't. I think I even looked it up once for you because I am an asshole, of course. And we were going past the mall. I'm like, I wonder if there's a... So I did look, and I'm pretty sure there isn't, because then I looked at like different comic book stores in the Twin Cities, and we have a shockingly poor selection of comic book stores in the Twin Cities. Oh, but um, I'm hmm. amazed at how many I have in this area, middle of fucking nowhere, like I am, and I got like, I got like three decent ones with it within like a half an hour of me. It'd be very curious to see what like the gross municipal product or the regional GDP is where if there's that many comic books in that small far flung, you know, uh, settlement you live in, 
uh, where you're still fighting off the Indians, uh, I'd, I'd imagine that comic books would account for 10% of GDP if you have three of them out there. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's three. Okay. All right. Now, the well, one think- is actually a retro game store and a comic book store. Um, but, yeah, counting that, there's three. All right. Well, if you ever come out here, I'll take you to an old – they got, like, one of those old video game uh, parlors where it's, like, a, a, an arcade classic. You know, they got Pac-Man and Galaga and all that. That's pretty cool. They got a bar <clears throat> like that out here. I'll drop you off at the mall. I'll give you some spending money. And you can, you know, you can, you just let me know what time you want me to pick you and your friends up. Um, although, I, well, go ahead. I, I got to tell you, you always say, the, the one thing you always say that just drives me up the wall is uh, we don't need malls because you could just order stuff online. Yeah, we don't need malls because. But I don't, I don't go to the mall to buy <laughs> shit. I go to the mall because it's somewhere to be. I want there to be places we can go and hang out and be sociable is what I want. Right, but when's the last time you did that with a mall? Oh man! See, because now here's the thing. You okay, would... okay. You know what? I I actually do go to King of Prussia Mall, um, which is about maybe an hour for me. I yeah. actually do go to that once in a while, just just for somewhere to go, somewhere to be. That is a really nice mall. It has a has a comic book store, has a few other really nice things in it that aren't in every single place. Um, I like that place. I, I go to that one. I actually don't go to the one right by me, the one that's like 20, 30 minutes away from me. I don't fucking go there at all anymore because there's nothing in there now. Even so, if, even if, like, here's the thing. I don't dispute that most malls right now are shit. That's not what I'm saying. It's like, I, I want them to be good again. Make malls great again is what I want. So like the late 80s, early 90s type of mall? Hell, even into the late 90s, early 2000s, they were still decent. I have tons of memories in high, and I went to high school late nineties, early two thousand. I have tons of great memories that, you know, me and my, uh, me, and my, the mall was a great date place with me and my high school sweetheart. You know, we hang out at the arcade, play some Marvelous Capcom, you know, um, s- sneak out in out in the wooded area beside the mall and fuck, um, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It was a great, of course, great standard night. childhood experience. Absolutely. Let's go go to get an orange Julius. Let's go buy a shirt. Hey, let's go in the woods and fuck. What 14-year-old boy hasn't had that experience? But my question is, let's say you went to the mall. Is it going to be the same thing as it was back then? Because right now – the, the when I was in t- a teenager, when I was middle school and on, yeah, the mall was the place to go. I mean, I don't know if you ever remember the show um, Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Were you too young for that? I remember that. Okay, that was it. You went to the mall. They're always <clears throat> going to the mall to meet the girl. And, yeah, that's what – if you want to meet girls from a different school district, you would go to the mall because you would date through all the girls in your own school district. Or in my case, you had such a bad reputation, no one in your school district wanted to know. But thank God there was no interwebs because then those – Dumb, naive girls in the school district over didn't know who you were. So you had a shot, man. You had a shot at getting a girl from, you know, Menominee Falls if you went to Germantown. Uh, But now that I've gone to the mall, of course, I'm older now. I don't think that culture exists anymore. Even if you were like a 20-something or an adult, like, oh, let's go to the mall and hang out. uh, That You need a critical mass of people, roughly your own age, going there to have kind of the psychology of, uh, say, like a concert or Oktoberfest or some kind of festival. Like, oh, yeah, let's go to the mall. Let's cruise the street. But it's not there anymore simply because of the Internet and people are all, all digital now. So 
I guess it's one of more practical. Yeah, I, I too would like the days of certain things to come back, but do you think it's actually coming back? I, I mean, I, I wish. I, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, I don't. I don't like the idea of just you know. Well, we don't need the mall anymore because you can just order stuff online, and everybody thinks that. And I just think, well, well, no, we've missed something here. All right, we're, we're missing something. I, I don't want to live where I get everything. You know, where I just become like the guy in the Wally chair, and everything is delivered to me, and I get my video streaming right in my face and shit like that. So you're you're lamenting or ruining. Uh, the town square, which I guess its last incarnation before we went all digital and got our smartphones was the mall. Yes. Okay. So it was obviously, and I agree with you back in the day, it wasn't anything like hell. I didn't have money. I rarely spent any money at the mall. It was literally just a go place to hang. But now that everything's digital and let's, let's be kind of clear about the virology or pathology or the, the order of the logic that, Boys had no reason to go to the mall except maybe to hang with their buddies, play arcade games. But there usually had to be girls, and girls would normally go shopping there at the mall. Now, admittedly, some a lot of that purchasing has gone online. But you'd be amazed here in the Twin Cities. I'm sure every major metro area, it's not like malls are dead. I mean, some of them have closed down. But here in Minnesota, shoot, the first indoor mall was built here in 1962 in the nation. In the nation, the first indoor mall because it's freaking cold outside. Southdale Mall, pretty sure it was built in 1962. So the malls are still going good. Some of them are reinventing themselves. Um, the J.C. Penney moved out of uh, one of the anchor stores that moved out. Now uh, Lifetime Fitness has gone in. So I think there's still a pull there. I've, um, I've seen I've seen a lot of the ones that actually are still good. That they uh, a big thing that's moving into a lot of them, and I, I I love this, and I think you know, thank God for hipsters, as annoying as they are, they keep cool shit alive. Are things like barcades, and um, you see a lot of like old style arcades where the machines are free to play, but they charge you by the hour to be in there. Mm. I've seen quite a few of those pop up, and a lot of those are moving in the malls. Mall retail is beginning to realize that to compete with the internet, they have to be. Um, somewhere to go something to do um i will say though in all the one thing that a brick and mortar store has over it now because to some extent i did used to go to the mall to shop i went to the bookstore i went to the movie store that kind of thing yeah i wasn't interested in being in the shoe section with my girlfriend for four fucking hours that was boring (laughs) as hell but yeah i I miss borders i I, you know I, i miss having good bookstores and the one thing that's really good about going to an actual store that you don't quite get as much online is that Sometimes you just go into a place like that and you're not really looking for anything. You're just kind of killing time and maybe something catches your eye. And that sort of browsing isn't that easy to do on Amazon. Like Amazon's great when you know exactly what you're looking for. Mm. And occasionally the recommendations pan out or, or turn out well. But I love going to a bookstore and just walking around and saying, oh, I never even heard of this book. This looks good. Or what I, you what used to I be able to do that at a movie store or something like that. What I like, um, and it's especially pronounced during the Christmas time, but uh, I like being a, walking through a mall uh, in part because it brought you back to when you were a little kid with Christmas. But I also like seeing all the wealth. Not that I'm going to buy it or there's rich people around, but you look at, holy, you know, it's the opposite of Venezuela. Like you go and you're like, look at this, look at that. I always liked uh, the sharper image when I was younger. 
because mm-hmm. you're like, hey, here's a vibrating chair. Holy shit. You know, oh, who's ever who came up with this crazy idea in 1988? Um, you know, the 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 globes and all that other stuff. It it was cool to see. All right. What have humans created and, and how much have we created? I mean, look at all this stuff. Look at it all. So I think maybe on a uh, psychological level. If I like, oh, w- things are good. We, we 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 have ample fruit. We have ample production. I uh, feel like the architecture of the mall even contributed that. Anti Dem wrote a really good blog post a while ago about how he argued that you know the death of the mall was almost the death of the future. That we you know the future died and all we're left with is the current year. Mm. But you know it, it it is sort of the evolution of the town square. But we took the town square and we put it inside and climate controlled it. You know, right. There, there's something that, that that just speaks to just the the essence of progress there. Well, have you been out to the to the southwest much at all, or, or southern like Florida or, or no, seen their malls? Nope. It's all outdoor. It's a different layout. Um, it's nice, certainly nice. Uh, and it's it's simply imagine if you put strip malls right next to each other, like. The next street over is a strip mall. The next street mm. over is a strip mall. So you have a, a city block, basically, of a mall. But it's not connected internally or by a skyway or underground passages or anything like that. And instead of your rank 1970s minimalist architecture box, it's very, very nice. Um, but There's I think, again, that's, that's more of a function of, of the environment. Uh, it, up northern states, you obviously had to put them indoors. There's a, there's something sort of like that out near Pittsburgh called the waterfront that's like along the edge of a river where, you know, there's like a big parking lot and then it's a like sort of semi-open almost mall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it I, I only been there once back when I lived in Pittsburgh, but it was really, really nice. And again, there's just something to that kind of architecture that just sort of, you know, pumps you up. Get, mm-hmm. get you, you're just happy to be there. And yes. and I and a lot of a lot of the earlier malls from like the seventies and all do have shit architecture, but some of the ones from the eighties and nineties that pop up were were just incredibly well laid out. Well, and I'm, I'm not even concerned about the external architecture because it, let's just admit it. Oh most yeah, of them on the stuff. outside, a lot of them look like crap. But when you were inside it, it's like you know, wow, this this looks great. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 on display, and I've I don't even think I've ever bought anything at Nordstrom's, but. When I would go to the Mall of America because it was new, um, you'd usually park by Nordstrom's because that's the highway we're coming off of. And I always, I never would afford anything or buy anything, but just the layout, you know, just like everything's glitterly and pretty and nice and ornate. And, and you're just like, wow, this is, this is really nice. This is very, and then you walk out and like, okay, I'm going to go to the boot store or whatever. Um, it, it's almost like a muse, not a museum, but a, a, an art museum. Like you could, you could see some or an art gallery uh, where you could see some of the craftsmanship on a uh, ship on display. Um, so yeah, no, there's, there's ancillary stuff. And I'm not arguing with you about, about the ancillary or the non-economic benefits of them all. Uh, it's certainly worth going to, but I don't think they're dying as much as, as, as you think. I think maybe the spirit of, of being the town center is there. Um, because right now you go were. to the mall, it's just trophy wife shopping, essentially. Yeah, I think they were. And I think um, just overall, there's a bit like I noticed um, just going to King of Prussia, um, you know, I, I had gone like a few months after uh, Trump was in office. And I noticed right away there was um, just the overall mood, um, you know, the fact that it, it seemed as though maybe the adults were in charge again. 
people were uh, were spending more again. They were they were shopping more. They were going out and into the world a bit more. And um, you know, we we may see a bit of I'm not going to say full economic recovery, but we may see a bit of a bounce back in the next years that'll help them all. Um, well, I don't know what the malls are like in Pennsylvania, but they're packed now in the Twin Cities. Mall of America, even on a weekend, a nondescript weekend, doesn't have to be a Memorial Day, nondescript, had a buddy come into town. He, he like the rest of you sheep, want to go to the mall. I'm like, okay, I'll drop you off the mall. We were queued up on the interstate, and there was no reason or cause for it. Uh, unemployment's under 4%, so the economy is fully recovered. People are certainly spending their money again. Thankfully, they're not taking on as much debt, but... We don't need an economics lessons. So uh, maybe it's regionally depressed. I don't know. But out here, the malls are not, not suffering at all. Uh, but oh, like- oh, it's not bad out here. It's just the, the biggest problem. Park City is the one right in my county. And its biggest problem right now is it just it, – it took a hit from the, um, from, from the Obama years. Mm. And it's just got a little bit too much empty space in it. And – there's just a certain momentum that if, if a mall ends up like that, you know, nobody wants to get stores. Nobody wants to lease a store in a mall because nobody's leasing a store in that mall, you know? Right. It just sort of becomes a, a feedback loop. And I, I worry that Park City's starting to fall into that. But just in general, things aren't aren't bad around here. It's just. Well, even even if it wasn't economics, let's let's say the mall recovered economically. Your main complaint is not even necessarily that the malls are dying or, or, or that the, the stores aren't full, you're saying that there's no longer the social element to it. So again, like if you were to go to that mall, what it's uh, I don't know. Somebody said, you know, somebody likes Def Leppard or the who, because they were getting a blowjob at one time. Now, if somebody was having sex in the wood that may have <laughs> biased him a little bit back in the days when malls were a social gathering. So in other well, words, in all fairness, I love the mall before that. Um, but the, the thing about it, I don't, I, I miss them, but at the same time, I also recognize there's there's a lot of the stores I used to like to go to at the mall don't, you know, I've either to, you know, something like Spencer's or Hot Topic, I've outgrown because I'm not a teenager anymore. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I mean, there's really no good bookstores in it. You know, I, I went to FYE to look for a movie a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago. And, you know, the there's this tiny little section of the store now dedicated to movies and music. And the rest is all a bunch of fucking garbage and gross Japanese candy and Funko Pops. Um, so to some extent, a lot of the stores I used to want to go to either don't exist or aren't worth going to anymore. So is there anything at a mall for you anymore? Like, you know, yeah, there was something for a 15 or 16 year old Beckloff to go to. But now, I mean, is there... Uh, I understand there's like, you know, uh, comic book scores or something you're going to go into, but would you, would you really wander around a mall uh, just for shits and giggles to hang out? I mean, you would also need a social, I mean, keep in mind back in when high school, you had your buddies to hang out with now as a 31 year old, 32 year old guy, however old you are. I mean, you know, I don't know. It'd be a little bit weird if you just went to some other 30 year old dude, Hey, you want to hang out in the mall? It'd be a little odd. Um, I still, like I said, I'll still go to King of Prussia and there's actual stores. I like to go in and King of Prussia. Mm. Um, there is a nice comic book store in there. Um, there's, there's actually a hot sauce store. I love going into, especially right, see, now I go, I'd go to that with you. That sounds awesome. It's, it's fucking fantastic. There's, um, I got a, uh, I got a pineapple Serrano hot sauce and a peach Serrano hot sauce bottle last time I was there. 
Great stuff, especially since I've started cooking more. I should just go ahead. The closest hot store we got is down in Galena, Illinois. Although, eh, now they close that one at the mall too. How about this? When you come up here to the Twin Cities, I'll take you to all the different major malls. We'll take you to the first original indoor mall, and uh, we'll let you loose there like a ferret. Uh, we'll go to the <laughs> Mall of America, and you can you can look at it in awe, and I'll play very orchestral music for you, and, and you can walk around and say, well, geez, there's a lot of Somalis in there. And then uh, you'll – You'll come out, and then we'll we'll hit all the other major ones. But yeah, you'll I don't know if you, if you did a trip to the Twin Cities, I think it'd be your, your your faith in mallhood would be reinvigorated. You wouldn't be worrying about the malls because I I, I can't I can't think of any other reason I'd go to the Twin Cities other than to see you or the Mall of America. Yeah, there's not much here. If I was going to travel somewhere specifically to go to a store, which isn't necessarily something I'm likely to do. Um, I want to. I'd go to Colorado to see the big Mile High comic book store. I'd be more interested in that. And hell, I'm not even that into comics anymore. It'd just be awesome to see the biggest one in existence. I was gonna go visit. I, I was leaving Fort Collins on my way back home. I'm like crap, I forgot to because I was gonna go and, and take a picture of it for you. Uh, but do you know where it is exactly? Is in is it in Denver proper or is it in one of the burbs? I'm not entirely sure. Um, I, yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to look it up. Um, but yeah, they are, I mean, they're huge. Okay. Well, if we I go up, somebody there. said that they're like the size of like, remember back in our day when there were blockbuster videos, you know, I remember big, those, you know, how big those used to be mm-hmm. like, imagine like somebody said, it's like one and a half of those. Holy cow. And it's just a comic book store. Wow. That'd be awesome. I, I mean, that'd just be cool to see. I remember a cigar lounge down in Orlando, Florida. That was about the size of a blockbuster video. You know what and, comic book store is insanely disappointing that I've been to a couple of times? Uh, Jay one, and Silent Bob's guy? Yeah, the one Kevin Smith owns. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's great if you want Kevin Smith merchandise. Mm-hmm. If you're actually interested in getting comic book stuff, it's pretty lame. Well, it's kind of funny. Uh, Kevin Costner, when he starred in Dancing with Wolves, that was out in South Dakota. And he, saw, he so fell in love with the area that he bought uh, a casino in downtown Deadwood. And it, and when you walked in, all it was was Kevin Costner paraphernalia. <laughs> there was posters <laughs> of Kevin guy and Kevin Costner wore this belt. I'm like, shouldn't you at least be like dead or the status of John Wayne before you start having a casino in your homage? I just just thinking maybe you get a little ahead of yourself. I wonder if maybe like there's like a cardboard cutout of Kevin Costner from a movie. And then there's a picture of Kevin Costner posing with it at one point on the wall. I think there was a cut a cutout of Kevin Costner at one time. Not another one posing with him, but it was it was just a little overkill. Like if I ever bought a casino, you know what? I'd just be making money and shut the hell up. If I was Kevin Costner, I had like my Kevin Costner theme casino. I would have a cardboard cutout of me from some movie, and then I'd like. You know, I'd have it right when they come in, right? And then I'd go to it later, and I'd pose with the cardboard cutout. And there would be the picture of me with the cardboard cutout. And then I'd come back later, and I'd pose with the picture of me with the cardboard cutout. And just each time, like, a picture with it, a picture. Just you, get, picture. you got a mural. Soon enough, there's 20 yeah, Beckloffs upstairs. Yeah, here's a picture of me holding the picture of me holding the picture of me <laughs> posing with the cardboard cutout of me. Looks like the Last Supper. <laughs> oh, 
All right. Well, I'm glad we could talk mall talk and that I don't have to record a podcast tomorrow. So I, I appreciate it. I'm glad, I'm glad we got that out of this. But yeah, dude, come on out here anytime. You have a free invite anytime. Couch the crash on and uh, I'll chaperone you off to the different malls out here and you can, you can say, oh yeah, he was right. It's just a really big mall. You know, I'm American. I like things really big. Well, go to Texas. That's uh, <laughs> it's go to go to Houston. Go to Dallas. You'll find <clears throat> monster. Everything's big down there. But I don't even think the Mall of America is the biggest one in North America. I think uh, Calgary or um, Winnipeg has the largest mall now. Yeah, but that's Canada. It's, it's, civilized man doesn't live in Canada. <laughs> I know it's eight bit up there. It's eight bit graphics when you cross the border. Yeah, nobody, nobody goes to Canada. You ever try and explain how funny that was? You played Stick of Truth, right? I haven't played it, but I know the part. Oh you're my about, god! Just like, super Jesus. Nintendo. All right, at least you could appreciate the humor. Like, hey, yeah, we went from like you know whatever bit graphics to eight bit graphics when you go to Canada. You know the joke they play? Yeah. Okay, so you understand it. Try explaining that to your mom or any female that's never played video games. Like, oh, this is really fucking funny. You don't understand. And, like, you replay it. Like, see how how the graphics change? Like, like, God, it's brilliant. All right, I'll let you guys I liked the bit in the show when it was uh, follow the only road. There's just one road in Canada that goes in a circle. (laughs) That's not too far from the truth. That's how I got to Alaska. So. All right, well, listen, thanks for having me on, Chris. I appreciate yep. it. I, I got to get to bed myself, all right? All right. I'm going to probably wrap this up, too. Folks, if you enjoy the show, check out the Patreon, the PayPal, the Amazon wish list, all that good stuff. And I'll be live uh, tomorrow night, well, kind of tonight, uh, 8 p.m. So, yeah, that's all we got for tonight, folks. I want to thank you all for listening. And Becklaw off out. I'll put in some sponsors real quick here uh, that I didn't have in the intro before. HarmitsToHeldHats.org. For those of you in the military and looking for a, a job that isn't a liberal arts sucky job where you're slinging coffee, go to HelmetsToHardHats.org. We got my books for Constance Man, The Black Man's Got Out of Poverty, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, Enjoy the Decline, Curse of the High IQ, Poor Rich's Retirement. I know most of you guys, uh, those of you who have bought it, have bought them. Uh, but if you have, please write a review because uh, the more reviews that goes up, the more it sells and blah, 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 and algorithms and formula, and that just helps. Write an honest review. Don't say, oh, my God, Aaron is the second coming of Christ. Everybody knows that. You don't have to restate it. That's being redundant. Tell them why you like the book or you didn't like the book. Uh, and then also remember that June is coming out Worthless Degree Awareness Month. All right, So if you want to get a loved one who's graduating from high school or has finished off their freshman year of college or a little bit, oh, college didn't turn out the way you thought it would be. Maybe getting that book worthless. Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Push a Rubber Downhill by our good friend Adam Pickett. You can visit his site at pushingrubberdownhill.com. You can tune into the podcast and read his writings and get his books. Asshole Consulting, you guys all know that. Go to assholeconsulting.com. If you have questions that an older brother can answer, and soon, in theory, by end of this weekend, I should have OlderBrother.com up. But I'm lazy, I'm tired, and I want to go golf. And I don't really want to do much of anything. So we'll see about that. And then also, check out the uh, Older Brother YouTube channel. Uh, I have yet to get a specific and tailored URL to that. But because of the YouTubes and the drama and the bullshit, uh, the old captain is coming up with a backup not not necessarily site and channel, but a suite, a backup 
it's like having two fighter planes. Like, we've got the asshole consulting fighter plane, and we're going to have the older brother fighting plane. So if asshole consulting ever goes down, we got another one backed up. Uh, right now, the best way to find it is to go to YouTube and search Older Brother and then look for the Older Brother podcast. You'll find that you got to click on Older Brother. But one of these days, don't worry. At the end of the month, you got to wait 30 days. Then you can tailor and have a customizable URL. Uh, what else? We have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, including... 405media.com, Financial Survival Network with Kerry Lutz. Check him out if you're worried about inflation, hyperinflation, want to invest in precious metals. He's your go-to guy. Canto Talk starting Silvio Canto, C-A-N-T-O. You can find him on blogtalkradio.com. O'Shea Jackson, he's on YouTube. Economic Invincibility, also on YouTube, younger version of me who's a little bit more dry. Jim Fier at 138.blogspot.com. Jim Fier at 138.blogspot.com. Tune into his podcast, which is depressing, nerdy, and geeky. TJMartinell.com, where the where the poor boy is wrong about everything. Which it's it's understandable. He's only 31. He's 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 yet to learn and make his mistakes. And so you can you can listen as to why TJ Martinell's wrong on many things at TJMartinell.com. Small scale life, starting a good friend of mine. If you want to get into gardening and uh, growing your own food and not starving in a post-apocalyptic world. World-class bullshitters. If you want to get out of the world of politics and just tune into Geekery and all that other good jazz, check out World-Class Bullshitters, everything Star Wars, and it gives you something to listen to. Entrepreneurs in Cars with our good friend Rich Cooper over in Canada, driving his cars. Podcast.michaelkingswood.com. Check out Michael Kingswood's podcast. You can uh, download short stories, listen to his readings. And you can get his books. Just search Michael Kingswood on Amazon.com. You'll find him there. The Safety Doc, Dr. David Perodin. You can find him at safetyphd.com. Him and Ann Sturzinger had a great podcast. Uh, it's episode number 69. Please tune into that. That was a real good conversation they had. I very thoroughly enjoyed it. You can also get my books, Captain Capitalism, Top Shelf, and Captain Capitalism Reserved. Those are the backup blog, uh, you know, the, the best of the blog books. That I put together, and it was originally, hey, what if YouTube or Google doesn't like my speech? And that is increasingly becoming like a concern. So I have about another three years I got to back up. So a third book will be coming out. There technically was kind of a third book. I was going to do kind of this quarterly magazine called Captain's Quarterly. You can find the one and only issue, Captain's Quarterly, and it has uh, pinups in it uh, with different models. Speaking of pinups and models, go to the patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. You don't even have to donate money. I'm, I'm going to be kind of say you don't have to donate money, but I'm doing uh, Patreon pinups. Uh, so you can go there occasionally, give you an incentive to stop in and say hello. And the new one is up there now. So just go to patreon.com slash Aaron Claire. You look to the left and they have these things called features. And I'm going to be uh, archiving different stuff there. So some will be uh, pinups. Others will be Older Brother podcasts. So you can – all two of them that exist – but if you're looking for a place, like a central place to go, like, oh, where are the pinups and where are the Older Brother podcasts? How can I conveniently access them? Boom, right there. That's where you go. 763-657-7843. That's 763-657-7843. Say, Aaron, why would, why would I call that number? That's because you want to call my buddy Mike and buy silver or gold or other precious metals. Contact my buddy Mike. Tell him that the captain sent you. It's Minnesota Gold Buyer, mngoldbuyer.com. So if you say, Aaron, where do you go to get your precious metals? That's where I go, and you should too. And now we go back to the program. All right, you go ahead and start. All right, that was a royal pain in the ass. Yes. Are we officially now recording? I think so. Might as well. Okay. (laughs) 
If any of this happens because you insisted on having a Windows 10 operating system. I didn't insist. What? No, no. You choose. You chose to have a Windows 10 operating system when you know it's not as bad as Windows 8, but it's as bloated. And Windows 7 is still getting uh, support from Microsoft, and it's streamlined. It's much more. I don't know why... I don't know why they keep coming out with with an operating system every two years. But why would you That's have? Crazy. Why would you have? Is it now? Is it happening again? No, no. I went back down. It went back down. <laughs> See, you're preoccupied. You can't I'm just, just trying to make up. sure. <laughs> this is this goes back to the classical Tiger Tank versus P51 Mustang. Windows Seven is the P51 Mustang. Easy, you can bang them out in mass production if something breaks down. And you want to insist on Windows Ten having a Tiger Tank where everything's going to go wrong with it. <laughs> I'm just going through here. Windows Modules Installer Worker. What the audience doesn't know is we're trying to record, <laughs> and we don't want to spend our time, a precious finite time, recording a anybody, podcast. Anybody familiar with the 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 old Black Brigade debrief with DT? Knows that knows I chronicled my problems with this computer. You did. It was funny. And Clary, <laughs> Clary comes over and to to do a podcast today. And uh, my computer's turned off. I have no idea why it's off. I turn it on. It doesn't turn on. I shut it down. I turn it on again, and then it's sitting at a hundred percent disk usage for the last fifteen minutes. Right. <laughs> and the reason why is you have that's Windows why, Ten. Yeah, that's what. Oh, when I'm reminded why I don't podcast anymore. Shit like this I've happens. Never, I've never had the troubles you and other I know. people have. God damn. I have Windows 7 on my yes. laptop. I have a yep. solid state. And I have Windows 7 on my de- My desktop is like five or six years old. Yep. And I delete files I don't need. I strip away programs I don't use. Never had a problem. I hardly, I don't have anything on this. It's just like things. Are you just sure you got a go list longer than a than a Wyzetta trophy wife no woman idea. has for her fucking husband? I have no idea how all that got on there. I have no idea what it is, what it does. You know, anybody that troubleshoots have shorter Santa Claus list than this. Anybody that troubleshoots Windows computers knows because they tried to get rid of the task manager. And oh it's, and it's, remember, no, remember, really? Do you remember when that happened? They tried to get no. rid of it. Where you didn't have this really easy to understand interface, just shut it where down. Where you could find the services that right. are hogging up things, and you can, you know, you search online. What the hell is this thing that's running that's hogging up so much of my CPU or whatever? Was that Steve and, Ballmer's brilliant idea because they want to have total control over everything? Yeah, like it's, Apple it's like oh, they're screwing up their own computers by having too much access to how it actually runs. We they need to just trust us. Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Okay, okay, Mister Windows eight point <laughs> So I think we're good now. I think we're good. I'll just keep this. It's still up. at disc forty five percent. I know. Let's see what's. Doing it's like that. dating a bipolar girl. You never know when she's going to erupt. Like, oh, she's back down to ten. Oh, now she's <laughs> above twenty. Thirty two. Oh, you told her no. She's getting pissed off. And I've 40. got. And I've got the volume shadow copy you, turned you, off. Oh, we're above fifty. You told her you're going to go out with Google the boys. Chrome installer. Bye. Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's just why like, do you, okay let me ask you this why do you have google chrome <laughs> because edge sucks okay could you get there's a, no explore, explorer anymore there's no internet explorer it's just this edge crap okay and that's it, it sucks and microsoft's basically given up on edge i think i mean it's just again i'm not a software developer or it's just dot 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 <laughs> all i how hard is it i'm sure it's very it hard i know but I almost guarantee 
that I they've over-engineered it. Yes. They got the added, especially with Windows 8. I think Windows 8, I was always willing to believe, like, okay, these guys, Silicon, or not Silicon Valley, Washington uh, State, you know, Microsoft engineers know a lot more than I do. And then when it was like, you know what, you're all going to suck our dick with Windows 8, and you're going to learn, we're going to change. It's like, oh, I guess you are tyrannical Nazi fuck. So fuck you. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know who the boss is. That's absolutely right. Do you know how rare it is I use Microsoft Explorer now as a browser? Oh, Internet Explorer? Internet Explorer, yeah. yeah. What yeah. do you use, Firefox? I or? use, I, I unfortunately, as much as I love Brave and I hate Firefox, I tried my best to use Brave, and it's just not that user-friendly hmm. uh, for the things that I do. Brave, I haven't heard of that. Brave so. is, the Firefox fired Brendan Eich, uh because he made a donation to the uh, anti-gay marriage proposition in California huh. several years ago. And it's like, okay, you guys are real Nazi motherfuckers, but I'm sorry, Mozilla just works I've had very little problems with it. Brave works real well unless you want to open up multiple tabs. It almost does this stuff where it's like, hey, we're going to assume that we know what you want to do and we're going to do it. It's like, no, no, get your dick out of my ass. I'll do (laughs) it. Like a little paper clip. Or, you know, a wife. Or like a wife, you know, it's just, (laughs) wait, excuse me, how big is this? Only one hand's going to fit in here. Now, here I am already here. Do you not see? Can you not see? uh, Maybe that's why girls aren't good at spatial reasoning. (laughs) Because <laughs> of why? Well, you'll be working on something or tinkering, uh-huh. and they just got to get in there. Right. And there's physically no room for them to get in for two people. It's like this is a not only a one-person job, it's a one-hand job, and you're already getting in job. here. Get, go away. <laughs> you're not helping. And no, you don't know how to work. But in the case of Microsoft... I mean, yeah, I... It's been a constant struggle, and I thought I had it. I thought I had it settled here. I thought I had everything turned off that I needed. And the thing is, is the Windows update. You turn it off. You say disabled, mm-hmm. and somehow it turns on again because you don't it's know. Somehow. You don't know. You don't own the operating system. Right, right. It has to report back to the mothership, and the mothership is oh. going to download all this crap. I'm sure that's how the 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 computer turned off on its own. I'm sure it was yeah, just like. It, Windows update is not turned on. Turn it off. Yeah. Crash it so that it resets, and, and now it's automatically on again. And, or that yeah. Apple, remember when they automatically cut battery power? What was that, maybe a yes. year ago, six months ago? Yeah, because they were overheating or something like that, right? Too bad. Yeah. I, get, I don't... Look, it overheats. Then it destroys itself. <laughs> then you get new. Right. And people would be, hey, yeah, you know, things break. and then. Yeah. But no, you guys got to come into our, you know, our living rooms and our backyards well, there's that. Did you hear about the recent um, uh, vulnerability in Windows? It's like a backdoor of a backdoor of a backdoor where it affected every Windows computer. Really? Like not not just the new shit, yeah. but even the old shit. I mean, this was a this was a flaw that was like endemic. It was it was foundational in the whole operating system, yeah. and they basically figured out a fix. That would slow everyone's computer down because it had to take extra time. It was something about how it transfers bits and how it saves it to the hard drive, okay. and it's still in the memory. And and it's somehow they could basically take stuff off of your computer, and you would never know that they took it off. All right. And so they had to, I think, make the process a little bit more um, secure. And so there was a couple extra steps in the CPU or something that needed to happen to protect that stream of data or whatever. Oh. And and so it was for every 
I think it was a, a chip. It was a chip problem. It was oh. for all Pentium chips, all of them. Wasn't well, that <laughs> Intel's problem then? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but it was. But since Intel <laughs> provides the chips for most Windows computers, right. it was like all Windows. You know, anything on Windows was going to have a right problem, now. Baldoni so. saying, "You know what? If you guys use Linux, <laughs> right. you, know, you wouldn't have this problem." Right. Yeah. Let's see. How are my levels here? Oh, there we are. Yeah, we're doing okay. So this is the Clary podcast. Yeah, if you want it to be sure. What the hell? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see. I like doing groups of podcasts now. I mean, and for the longest time I didn't because I didn't have the time. And I'm like, I, you know, I'd call you, hey, what are you doing in five minutes? And it's like you got a life or something, or you have kids <laughs> or a job. Like I'm kind of busy right now. Hey, you want to do a podcast? I can't do it. I'm like, you fucker. <laughs> hey, about an hour or so, you free? And well, then I don't see the text until the next morning. Yeah, where the fuck were you? <laughs> uh, so I, I finally figured out that if I can get ahead by a week uh-huh. and get every, you know, get all you normies out there, like, hey, in seven days from now, are you going to be ready at six? And then everyone's like, thanks, man, you've really turned a leaf. We like this nuclear. I'm like, I hate him. <laughs> He's a faggot. Uh, the older brother podcast having yeah. that be on the same day. That's gonna, it's gonna be on the same good. day, yeah. right? Right. But then same bat time, same, same bat, bat channel. channel. Uh, but no, it was kind of like, hey, you can do a podcast. I could do a podcast. We all upload it to our same servers, and then we're done. You know, it mm-hmm. just saves time. And then um, I don't have to really do any show prep. Yeah, you right. can carry it. You can ask me the questions. <laughs> I've got, I've got the one thing that I'm going to say. Oh, you have one thing. Well, gonna... we could say that first that we went golfing today. We did. We did. Yeah. I did horrible. You weren't bad. You, this guy has only been golfing for eight months eight total, months. his whole life. Eight months. You maybe life. mini golfed, right? Miniature yeah, golf. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's you've, not really you've, golf. With yeah. windmills and stuff, you've sure. done that. But yeah, this is cartoon for, characters. So you're so you're forty um, something, and mm-hmm. you've taken up golf for the Take first golf. time for the last eight months. Yes. And you're not you're not that bad. I'm not, I'm not that bad. I'm yeah. good. Today I was bad though. No, I've gotten I got two uh, birdies under my belt. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant today. I'm no, like, not today. What? No, no, no. I got two birdies under my you're, belt. You're and, playing like Judge Smales out there. Yeah, Caddyshack just <laughs> kicking the ball closer to the to the hole. Yeah. I think I have like maybe gosh, dozen, maybe fifteen pars. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and beforehand I was really lousy, and now I've really improved and. Did you ever play baseball or anything like that? Yeah, well, like, you know, in the neighborhood, yeah. Back when you could get the neighborhood right. kids together and play the baseball. Because ba- a baseball swing screws up your golf swing. Right? I Totally different thing. So you might be starting from a it was, fresh slate type of thing. And, could be, yeah, yeah. It's been ages since I played baseball. Yeah. And also it was just to have something to do and relax and chill out and yeah. get some light cardio. And, yeah, it's it's more meditative to me than... Yeah, it's nice know. to get out there. So it's good. I had fun. Yeah. I had yep. fun, Clary. So we'll have to maybe do that again. I should I should uh, hook you up with my dad. He's retired. So does he live out by me over in the WBL? Mm-hmm. He's, he's around. He's around. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> what? Some someone's gonna go dox your old man and make a hit on him. What are you doing? He's around. He's around. But I don't know who he golfs with. I mean, he's retired, and I think he just plays whenever the hell he wants. And. Mm-hmm. But he's pretty hardcore. He's a pretty hardcore golfer. I know uh, my buddy, the talented Mr. Lee. Look, your disc is getting up to 90 now. Oh, shit. See? And see, look at anti-malware ex- service yep, executable it's, started it's, again. Yep. Ended again. God. It could not be completed. What? <laughs> All right. Well, All right, now well we're, down to we're fine. Okay, we're fine. We 
My, uh, my we buddy... need to have a siren or something. Well, no, you just need to get rid of Windows <laughs> I'm trying, 10. I'm trying to talk to you. I'm, I, I do want to keep an eye on this so we don't... Anyway, my buddy, he uh, the guy he rents from his landlord, this guy golfs four times a week and plays tennis three. Wow, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's it every day. Game. It's every day he's out there doing something. He doesn't something. double up? He doesn't do a golf he might, and then tennis? I, well, I, didn't, I didn't interrogate his schedule. Uh, I just, does he I, rest on the Lord's Day? Yeah, does he take a Sabbath? <laughs> no. from, from tennis and golf. Right, right. But, uh, so that was fun. That was a good time. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the girlfriend came out, The too. GF came with, yes. Yeah. Yes, the pro. Yeah. Yep. She, it, was uh, all, it was windy and it was cold, but it was good. And... I'm up eight balls today. Eight that's, balls. That's a good, I think. It's a good I'll, ratio. We just did nine holes. So. Yeah, I think there's, because the, it really, I'm not joking, it really does mean more to me than it should how many free balls I find <laughs> on the golf course. Did you see the container in the pro shop that said uh, experienced balls? Experienced balls. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. I can't remember. It was like a buck a piece or Look, something. Look, now we're at 99 again. Okay. All right. Audacity? No. It usually tells you what it is. He just blew through a bunch of them. Oh, there it is. Well, no, it's just it'll be a bright. It'll be a beet orange. Yeah, that's nothing now. Now we're down to 58. 72. As long as it doesn't just. 91. Oh, man. Windows. This one again? I just turned this off. Microsoft decided you're not going to turn it off. Just just, like they're constant, just dicks. They're it's a constant bricks. battle. It's like the last Starfighter or something. You constantly have to watch your well, radar to make sure Zur's army isn't coming up. And <laughs> I don't get that reference, but okay, sure, Zur's army, whatever. No, last Starfighter. But but yeah. but what what is it? Okay, you've turned it off. What twice for two minutes? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, they just like, oh, he only wants it off for two minutes. Now yeah. we're gonna turn everything back. It was off. about yeah, fifteen minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just like you user friendliness is lost anyway yeah we had fun golfing it was a good time and i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to subtract the number of balls i've gained on the golf course uh-huh. from my golf score, score. and that'll be a clary golf score because <laughs> it'll incorporate the two funnest things about this <laughs> the actual golf but man hey i got some free balls you're gonna start having scores like Jim, Kim Jong Un or whatever, where he, would, well, I went out golfing today and I got an eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, you remember hole in one on every hole. What did the GF say? My best find ever on a golf. It course. was thirty six. Thirty six. Eighteen so you'd, holes. So you'd be, yeah, negative score. Well, it'd be probably close to thirty six. Uh, thirty. If you just subtracted thirty six from what you probably are like 120, 110 total. Oh, I don't know. I've never really added up. Um. Mm. A good day, a good, a good eighteen hole for me is less than a hundred. So okay, put me on a hundred for like maybe my best golf game yeah. ever because I'm so not, you're not at as a good 64. as you. Sixty four, you're like, like Tiger Woods. I'm level. Tiger Woods back <laughs> like, in ninety nine like, or something. You're, you're like course records. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. So if we subtract, you know, if I have a good day with finding balls and a good day on <laughs> right. actually golfing, I'm a pro. Right, exactly. I'm a pro. <laughs> right. it's, uh, That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. It'll make people. Um, happier yeah exactly yeah. it's it golf can be very frustrating i i got so frustrated by it that i stopped keeping score and if i made a good shot mm-hmm. i got a smiley face and okay. so i'd count up the number of smiley, smiley faces, faces right. or and then i then i switched to once i got okay with that and i wasn't so hard on myself then i only scored bogeys or better mm-hmm. and so the higher my score the better good and the, and now I can score it, and it doesn't bother me. So if if you're bothered by stuff, sometimes it's good to just 
go out there and just enjoy it and then mm-hmm. and then you kind of get used to the idea of yeah you're going to have some bad shots some good shots doesn't matter what your score is and 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 you can ease back into actually keeping score I, so. I can see where people break their clubs or they get oh, pissed off I, but, I've, I've broken a club but before. I can't I'm not <laughs> I know it sounds weird coming from me but I'm very relaxed mm-hmm. when I'm golfing otherwise I'm pissed off and raging and kicking grandmas mm-hmm. in their you know plastic shins but uh, I just yeah and it's like you find some extra balls it puts a hey look I found this and I but otherwise, yeah, if I have a bad shot, I don't worry about yeah. it. Your swing fits you, though. How's that? you got a very quick swing. Oh. It's a very quick swing. That's because you got to go. That's your, your like, clarity. Let's fucking go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Well, wait, wait. You, you, you do, like, five practice swings mm-hmm. in the uh, space of time that I would do, like, two or That's something like you, that. That's <laughs> because you have yet to realize you're finite and are going to die. If you realize, like I do, that you are finite and going to die, you get a couple more practice in swings. Golf, in golf, you got to slow down the swing. got to slow it down in the back swing and then accelerate through. Okay. All right, Obi-Wan. <laughs> so we had a good time, and here, I, I saved the thing to talk about. Yeah. And I want to get your reaction. Well, hang it. on. Let me ask you about this. I didn't know you had all these um, comic books. Some of them are in the... Um, in the plastic sheets. I, all of them are in the plastic sheets. Do you sheets. need to contact Chris Beckloff to sell them or like price them or what? <laughs> no, I know how much they're worth. Okay. I just, I, I want to get rid of some of them. And actually, I thought that would be a good, here's a good business idea yeah. for you. You've got this whole network of people. Right. And part of the problem with selling stuff on eBay and all those kinds of things is because you can't see it. Right? You can't see the stuff. On eBay? Well, you can't inspect it. You buy it. Oh, you and can't physically kind of, yeah. hold it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And you don't know who you're buying from. You don't know if you can trust them or whatever. Right. What if you're just the middleman in all kinds of transactions and you take 5%, whatever, and Sorry. you're always driving around the country, and so you go, hey, I'm heading down here. I, you know, if somebody so wants let me to sell carry these boxes of yeah. DT's well, comic books on the back I'm of my motorcycle. Saying, <laughs> I'm not oh, saying. Let, let me spend three hours taking a detour because somebody fucking Decatur, <laughs> Iowa might have, uh, might want to buy three of yours. And so we make 20 oh, no, cents. No, it would be, it would be multiple boxes if I sold them. It would be this sounds, big shit. Yeah. It sounds like... No, not, not good? Not a good idea? You the, know what? I'm not joking. I have heard worse business ideas in <laughs> banking, but not by much. Not by much. I'm just thinking, you know, if you sell this, if you've got your circle of friends or whatever, and somebody wants to sell something to somebody else, and you, friends don't know each other, but you know each oh, person, yeah. that you'd be able to vouch, and you'd be able to go, okay, I'll go and Friends look. of Cappy or yeah, something yeah, like I'll that. Yeah, I'll be able to go look. Yeah, they're all in good shape. No problem. Yeah. You the the person pays you you you're you're out gallivanting around. We're at ninety nine percent again, and and uh, um, and then when you bring them there, um, if it's satisfied, you know, you're, if it's satisfactory, you complete the transaction. I I don't want to brag. <laughs> I am so busy with fucking other shit right now. Don't you see? It's all about me though now. It's, We're in the bunker. It's all about look, trying look, to sell look, my comics. If everybody was about themselves, <laughs> then we wouldn't have this problem. Uh, I failed. See? Failure. If, if, if It's this, this like, i got to help the poor. No, if everybody helped themselves, there wouldn't be no poor. So I don't feel bad about being greedy because I've been asking around for people for help. Oh, I wanted to get rid of these comics. Well, why don't I you... thought maybe. I haven't reached out to Beckloff yet. Well, I think well, how's maybe he, he going to would... help? He's going to market it to his... No, oh, if you wanted to buy him. He, he he's he's got cheap. He, he's gotten rid of most of his comics. Oh, okay, books. so he's yeah, so he yeah, understands. He, he's There's just too much shit. Everybody's got too much shit. That's what right. it is. Everybody's got too much shit, and 
You know, it, nobody and everybody's got garage full of crap right. that they're trying to get rid of, mm-hmm. and so nobody wants any extra crap. There's too much. We've got too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to. I think people are finally starting to downsize, starting to finally realize, like Cappy, that you know you gotta get ready. It just weighs you, you down. Ahead of people. Yeah. What? Okay. Let, let me ask you this. Okay. Do you know what the valuable ones are? Like, yeah. do you know? Okay, you've got well, like those that also? stack right there. Yeah. Those are worth something. A lot. Yeah. Okay, so here's what you do: take those to a comic book dealer. Yeah, I know. I, right. I got a guy local. Okay, yeah. you got a guy. Sell those. You said they're worth a lot for comic books. Yes. So like three dollars and twenty seven cents. No, I mean each of those. I'm, jo- are, I'm joking. I'm joking. They're a minimum of ten or more. Ten dollars <laughs> okay. or more. So you got your best one selected out, then you got a couple boxes more. Then say how much for the rest of them. Right. All right, and then you're done. You're done with it. You got the lion's share of it. And you're not wasting your time anymore yeah. because you are going to waste more time. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then the hourly yeah. wage you're going to earn is a nickel yeah. per yeah. hour. Yep. Take the rest of them. Donate them to some kids. Donate them to a school. That's the thing that's, I think, the best way to do it is you sell the ones that are worth something because they don't want to buy the shit from right. you. I tried to just, oh, buy these ones and I'll give the rest of them to you for free. Mm. He's like, I just don't, I don't want them. Yeah. I don't need them. Well, he's got inventory and in space. Yeah, he's yeah. got square footage exactly. to worry about. Exactly. Right? That's, what, that's what it's mostly about now. Mm. It's at these comic conventions, the table space is worth more than the comics themselves. Yeah. So sometimes at the end of them, they'll just offload everything for dirt hey. cheap to somebody else, some other dealer. But uh, the best thing to do, I think, is to donate them because then you can write them off. Write them off, make some kids happy, you know. Yep, exactly. So I think that's the plan is to sell the ones I want to sell that are worth something Mm -hmm. and give the rest away and keep the ones that are special. Chris, if you're listening, contact me if you have a use for these things, and I'll set you up with DT, and then you guys can do your thing. Um, But, yeah, then you can... But yeah, for the most part, they're going to be. I thought you know what would be interesting would be a fun economics experiment. <clears throat> is you find out some regular run of the mill comic, and you just you know like it's not worthless, but it's not super valuable, right? And then you just start buying them up. Like if I had billions of oh, dollars, right. this is so what I make would it do. Rare. You make and it I, rare. I ta- yeah, and I take it. I just start burning them. Yeah, just burn them. them. Yeah. <laughs> and then slowly wait. Yeah. Slowly wait. <laughs> And then when they start realizing, they say, I thought there was X number in, in, in things. Can't I can't find then, that anymore. Then there'd be this anonymous video that would <laughs> right. show up at a Comic-Con. And, and then I'd, you know, and then I'd play to their, to their nerdiness. I'd, I'd be dressed in, in a dark outfit, like a villain. <laughs> and I'd have my voice kind of like, bang. You wondered yeah. where you're Batman and Robin issue 17 was. And it just, yeah, like you said, just an idiot issue that's worth... Nothing. Not nothing, because those people actually do burn. Uh, I've been. I do listen to the geek okay. things, so you have to have something that has a little bit of a value, little bit of value. But you but can it's buy still them. out there everywhere, out yeah. there, and then you just burn them all. <laughs> I've burned ninety-seven percent of, and then they'd be like, "No!" And then it's weird though. The way that the market works now is that it's it's there are these companies that grade officially grade your comics or your baseball cards or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they hermetically seal them, so they're forever that condition. And then they auction them. And so what has happened is some of the like baseball cards, football cards, comic books, mm-hmm. is they they'll be this is the only graded gem mint. You know, there's near mint, mint now, and something called gem mint. Okay, which means like a perfect. It's the perfect copy possible, mm-hmm. perfectly cut, perfect condition, centered, all that. And since there might be a bunch of them out there, 
and it's at 99%, again, it'll go down. It'll go down. Um, there might be a bunch of them out there, but the fact that there is only one that's graded gem mint condition, right. it'll sell. It'll, it'll auction for $10,000 when you can pick up a, just a normal one for 50 bucks. And it's like the mar- with the internet, everything's so available right. that now rarity is condition, like a perfect condition copy is what's rare now. It's, mm. it, there could be thousands, hundreds of thousands of copies of that number one, but there's only one that's in gem mint condition, and so it becomes sure. ten thousand dollar comic. It's well, so it's, weird. It, that's, it's, 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 all, it's well, weird. it's rarity. That's what it is. And but why is that any? I mean, it's like it, it's like a, a, a niche of a niche. It's a niche yeah, of a niche. I'll, let me explain to you. No, I understand. <laughs> it's rare. I, I get that. Right. Okay. All right. That's... I get that. But how many people are actually? after a gem mint condition i mean it's got to be a very very small group of people but there's only one and if you get five or six guys bidding each other out and they got enough extra uh disposable income to piss it away on a a baseball card yep a jerry rice rookie i've got one right gem mint it's ten thousand (laughs) dollars mine is like maybe 20 to 50 something like that. (laughs) okay but you know why here it gets to the topic Mm -hmm. Why Why is it crazy like that? Why is fine art selling for crazy amounts of this dollars? This is a question for you want to ask me mint, about for gem before? Mint, yeah, it's, it's, the economy's too good, right? We're no. not in a recession. Oh, oh. All right, let me, let me finish this income. time. Let me they finish have, this time. They have time. disposable income? They, yeah, but where did that disposable income come from? The economy is not booming. It hasn't boomed since basically the housing boom. And even that boom was not that big of a boom compared to the dot-com boom. And that boom paled in comparison to the Reagan boom. Right. So we've stabilized growth. Right. It's technically sclerotic by historical standards. Right. Although it's had a little bit of a bump under Trump. uh, Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're talking 3%-ish, which is, you know... But there are certain. It's like the rich of the rich, the the point zero 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 one percent or whatever. Right. They're so making you, buku dollars, right? It's booming for them. People, a lot of people are making money. Everybody's been going up in Bezo, Bezos. What's he worth now? He's worth I don't know eighty nine billion. billion? Yes. Him and Putin yeah. duke it up between whoever's the. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, that's that was the topic. I, okay, I this has to... nothing to do with economics. What this oh, has to do with rarity. Okay. Okay. Now don't don't, don't fart down think. my throat. Will you let me finish? You can see me thinking. Just no, I'll do the thinking for you. I'll answer it quickly. You're trying to do this calculus <laughs> problem, the delta x method. I'm like, here, just carry the exponential to the coefficient and be done with it, all right? <clears throat> Fine art, collectible cars, yep. baseball cards, your comic books. They've gone up in value or did we just print off more dollars? We've printed off a lot more. We've dollars. printed off a lot more dollars. Yep. That's all this is. That just needs to go somewhere. And it needs to go somewhere. And so now, so you it's got, a gem mint, Jerry Rice football. Well, and card. then also, let's say you're smart money. You're an old fart, older than me, but you're almost as wise as me. You know, like you mm-hmm. have my wisdom of the financial markets. You're looking at dividend yields of one point six percent. Right. You're looking at interest rates of less than one percent. You, a T bill, might pay. Uh, uh, two and a quarter percent, and you're about to die. 
Now, what did you always want when you were a little kid and you know you're going to die and you're this Wall Street billionaire or dot-com billionaire or whatever else? You know what? You're going to be a fucking <laughs> Elon Musk launching Teslas into yeah. the fucking outer yeah. space. You're going to buy that Mach 1 Mustang from uh, Bullet that you always yeah. wanted. Yeah. You're going to do all this stuff because you know you'd rather own it a little bit or yeah. a Monet if you happen yeah. to be higher art. Or yeah. you're going to get that 1938 Spider-Man yeah. uh, uh, comic book. And right. that's what's driving it. Yep. There's no investment going in there because collectibles, by definition, cannot be an investment because they don't generate no. a cash no. flow or a rate of return. They're not a business or an asset. There's no operations. Um, it's not a contract where there's a cash flow associated with it. You're Most people, I think, today, when they buy collectibles of any kind, I don't think they, they think about selling it. They think of it as more like an heirloom they're going to pass yeah, on. I own a yeah. piece of history, and that's that's what it is. There are the rare people that you know the the pawn stars and the people that can move things around. Well, those are will, brokers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They get yeah. their cut. They don't yeah. they don't really hold on, and they yeah. want to get it out the door just yeah. as quickly as possible. But all you're seeing is, I do this as a perfect example. You take the earth, let's just say the crust, okay, not the molten stuff in between or, or the magma or anything like that. How many tons of dirt is there? Uh, I, I used to, I used to sort of know this, but I can't remember. Okay, a lot, right? Yeah. Yes. How much is diamonds? Uh, a s- small, a small fraction a of that. S- and cr- and but there's still it, a lot of them. Yeah. But no, no, no. It's all relation. Right. There's just not literally tons of dirt. Quintillions of quintillions of trillions yeah, of, yeah, of, of yeah. whatever Googleplexes of yeah. dirt, and maybe. One million, yeah, or whatever it one is, one billion carats, maybe. And how much is how much can you actually get to? And, and the literal same thing with gold. The literal translation is how much dirt to diamonds are there? And yeah. we can argue what value society places on dirt versus diamonds. Da, da, da. No, the actual realistic exchange rate is you take the amount of dirt and you divide <laughs> it by the number of diamonds, yeah. and that is your real exchange rate between yeah. dirt and diamonds. Yeah. And it's the same thing, like. With cryptocurrencies, people say, okay, Aaron, what should Bitcoin be at? Well, technically, per dollar, there is, I'd have to look it up, I think it's $187,000 per Bitcoin. Uh-huh. That are in circulation. In circulation. Yep. Yep. And as the government keeps printing off more, yep. guess what? There's so going to be more. Yeah, if you, want, if you wanted to absorb all of that, that's, right. that's so that is the literal upper limit. Now, whatever. you can introduce concepts like faith. Usability, acceptability, um, other things that make for good currencies, competing cryptocurrencies. But right now, as it stands, you want to know how many bitcoins? I'm sorry, how many dollars are out there per bitcoin? It's around 187,000. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's the same thing with the you know, uh, uh, there's a you know how many Mach what's is it the 68 or 69 Mach one Mustang that all the baby boomer oh, men yeah, go and I jerk off in front of the I can't floor. remember I think it's a 68 okay. but I'm not positive There's only on that. so many of those how much baby boomer money wants to chase it yeah. Well you know around 50 to 60,000 dollars is what Well it's like that movie uh, Dukes of Hazard they destroyed like half to 3 quarters of the no. Dodge Challengers that really? were available. They they destroyed them in the movie. They oh, wow. so it immediately became more rare just because of the movie. Right. They wanted right. to they wanted to do the Yahoo jumps and that completely <laughs> destroys the frame what? and <laughs> What do you, know? you just build some fake ones? I know, I, but they they use the real now ones. And here we're back up to 99. Again. Well, we're at half an hour, so maybe we'll just uh should we talk about the uh 
my little story here. Was that the original? No, that's copy? not the story. No, 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 no. Okay, all right. What's so, the original story? So that you we wanted so we go to uh, my kids' talent show. Okay. And it's a really fun time. Mm-hmm. The kids do a great job. And the last two to three years, it has been packed. The 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 parental involvement, the the it just the, the entire gym has always been packed. The school is really supported. It. Uh, I'm gonna like, check here real quick. What the hell? It's just. It doesn't that bug you? It's not even Steve Ballmer. Uh, it's just, and it's not lasting. So it's just a real. I know. I know. But it's. It, it, it is for bad radio. Yeah. I know. Because we get distracted. Interrupt. We get distracted. Yeah. But it's not. I can tell it's not. It's not having. An all right. All right. So. But so anyway. Packed so packed. The last three. Last three years. Uh, a lot, and it's been great. It's great. So this year, we're looking around. Mrs. Mrs. DT's like. We better get in there. We gotta get a seat. We gotta get a seat. We get in there. We're we're right up front. There's plenty of room. I'm looking around. It's maybe twenty percent of the chairs are full. I mean, just empty where the parents sit, okay. and then all the kids come in and sit in the middle. The kids from the school, right? And and it's like, why all of a sudden you've got the last two three years lots of participation, and then. This year, all of a sudden, it drops off a cliff, and there were more acts. More kids got involved. There so was the like parents thirty had to drop acts. Them off. And no, this is during school, so okay. it's during the school day. Um, and I should have said that it's during the school day. It's all not right. off school hours. And I'm like, you know what? It is. They're all working. The economy's good again. They've all got jobs, or they've got. And so, what's the first thing to get cut? Is going to your kids. Talent Are you show. sure it wasn't fishing opener? No, or not fishing opener. No, there was no event. It was going the, on that the day? only thing I could think of is maybe people, but parents would be scared to come into the school on the day that there was the school shooting in Texas. It was the same day of the school shooting in Texas, and and you know I was watching the principal, and the principal actually didn't watch the show that much. He was kind of walking around. Mm-hmm. He might have been walking around just to make sure nothing happens. Was a hit. You know, yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, when everybody's congregated in right. one easy gym, target, sure, you know, sure. but. That's the only thing I could think of is that you see all the help wanted signs all over the place now. We're basically at full employment or whatever. And mm-hmm. so so now that the parents are employed, it's all of a sudden, ah, the first thing to, the first thing to, to stop doing is to take in a little bit of time off work to go watch your kid get up there and be brave and, and perform in front of everybody and show your support. I, I, that's my only I, – I, I agree I'm with curious, you. I'm agree curious with on you. that. If the attendance dropped off with the unemployment rate, like as the unemployment rate went Just down, gradual? we should, we should, yeah, because <clears throat> it it should it was gradual, it was incredibly gradual, right? Um, you know, we usually you recover within a year or two. Uh-huh. It took us nine, right, eight, depending on right. what you want to consider full employment. Uh, I, just, I thought I'd I'd run that past you. you. You talked in your last podcast about we need a recession and. We and, do. You know, things are a little too good right I don't now. Like even though, even though, price. yeah, it's not. We're not booming. It the only helps other people, better. not me. Yeah. <laughs> I want. I want everyone to suffer and be in. But I just thought you. I thought you'd maybe it'd be in your wheelhouse a little bit that that you know they're not taking the time off work to go watch their kids do I, their thing, and you only get one chance of that. You only get. I mean, there's only there's only one talent show all year, and all right. your kids are only young once. And pretty soon they're not gonna, you know, want to go up in front of a bunch of people and right. and and perform. And you've got that chance, and and it's gone. And they're at work. I'm they're, not disagreeing. They're at work rather than I'm not disagreeing yeah. that it's wrong that they went to work 
or were not at their children's performance. Right. I understand that. And it could even be a one-off time thing like Fishing Opener or Twins Opener or whatever. Uh, but I, I don't think it's it's the booming economy because there's no evidence in the pre- like it was last year was it fully attended? It was full. We were way in the back. Okay, but yeah. the economy didn't was shit last year, and I'll just boom. So I don't right. think it's the economy. Yeah. But you know me, you don't have to. I'm even shocked that it was in full attendance last year and the year before. I think most <laughs> most people or most parents our age because that's that's people who are parents are our age. Yeah, I think for the most part, Gen X parents are going to be the shittiest parents. In the world, they're going to beat the baby boomers, and I see them making the same mistakes as the baby boomers, but even worse uh-huh. in, in many other capacities and regards. So I've seen. You don't have to convince me that for the most part, the majority of parents today love themselves and their careers and bullshit and things and material things that they have to be slave and debt slaves for to pay for. Right. You don't have to convince me that they love that stuff more than, more than their, their own children. Right. I understand that. Yep. But this is too jarring of a performance. Or, yeah, or, or statistic to say yeah. it's related to the economy. Yeah, I was just really. I mean, it was surprising. I couldn't figure it out. It's like why? I mean, they had all whoever set out all those chairs. They are all ready for the usual participation, yeah. and it just all of a sudden it's not there. And I'm like, there was no traffic. Yeah, maybe it's it was just a traffic jam or no, anything. No, and they would have cut. They would have. It was like an hour and a half, so they would have been filing in during the show if yeah. if uh, if they had just been stuck in traffic. So no, I don't um, think it's the economy. Yeah, it's it's so surprising because this school has got a lot of parent participation. It's really, really a neat school for a public school. It's actually really, really good, and and uh, and I'm not just saying that. That's not like well, everybody thinks public schools suck except for their school. Now, this actually, I'm actually surprised at how you know people who know me and how cynical I am and what I think about things. Right. I'm actually pretty impressed by by these people, mm-hmm. and and yeah, it was just was. That's like what the heck happened? Mrs. DT looks at me and she's like. This is just sad. Yeah. These kids, and they put on a great show. They yeah. put a lot of time into it and a lot of effort, and it was and it was really it was actually entertaining for a, for a bunch of kids. Yeah. You know, it actually was fun. Yeah, you know, and and it's just too bad. So you know what? Do you want to just call this quits and we'll just hang out? Yeah, this ninety nine thing, Microsoft. I I will do it on one condition. <laughs> Mister House paid off. Oh, I, okay, you're gonna buy some piece of crap. <laughs> computer or laptop yep. and you're going to install it's only going to be a recording right okay and it better Nothing not else have on it. it better not have <laughs> fucking windows 8 or later you got windows 7 or earlier okay i've got a little compact computer laptop that's got nothing on it but audacity Maybe Why I should just plug that? that fucking thing. What's I mean, its operating I, system? Oh, I don't. I think it's. I, don't, I think it's XP. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Still? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's not hooked up to the internet or anything. Yeah. Well, there you go. Do a thumb drive. You have boom. to do a thumb drive. Okay. And do that. I mean, it's just so sad that you have to. I mean, here we are doing the Clary podcast and DT's it. hardware. It's it's performance it's performance anxiety of DT's hardware. Because I came in and intimidated it. <laughs> I didn't. It's just. It's just Microsoft. Yeah, that's yeah, all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. So. All right. Um, yeah. Are you going to join us on the older brother podcast? I will time? eventually. Next yeah, next okay. week, I I've got a conflict. I, every other Tuesday, I've got a conflict. So it might be that's in every right. other Tuesday all thing. Right. Yeah. Tuesdays at six p.m. That's what I'm going to try and start it out at. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a good idea. I think. It's no, I idea. think it is a good idea. I just finally had some free time, and unfortunately, it wasn't even. Free time. It's like okay, I'm just not writing this week, and I'm programming a site, and I'm doing all this other crap, mm-hmm. and golfing with DT. See how much I care. <laughs> See how much I care. 
hey, who won today between me and you? Well, I think you totally did. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. I was, I was all with your chipping. I was oh, not. My chipping sake. was hot today. The Chippendales <laughs> didn't even as chip as good as you did. Christ. And these are postage stamp greens too, man. They were. You had to hit it just yeah, right. Yeah, those weren't big ones either. Yeah, they yeah. Were... At least they didn't have the holes at the edges very often. I hate it when the greens are small and they put the hole right like three feet away from the edge of the green. You Why? just can't. You can't get it close to the hole then when you're when you're chipping. It just you're, it, it it'll get up. It'll go off easy. So all right, this will be a good suffice. I might add another segment. Sure. When you do that, you got to do your sponsors too. I get, like uh, that, so. Yeah, I do. I got. I, I won't admit. It, I, I'm lying. I'm getting lazy. Where it's just like I've pre-recorded half yeah. the sponsors, and then I just dump in the other sponsors, and yeah. I may. And I actually don't charge my sponsors every month because I'm just too lazy to stay on top of it. It's like <laughs> beer money. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to send me some more money. That's right. Uh, and to be honest, like usually you get your most profitability in the first two months. It's not really worth. Ever. But then it's like, ah, oh, you're nice enough. I'll let you go for right. like two, three, four yeah. months. Yeah, I get it. But um, no, I, I just don't have the time anymore. So that's you, the other thing. The the, uh, the older brother podcast will not have sponsors. Right. Because it's, it's just be, all YouTube based and the super chats. Well, there's right? super chats, and I will mention my stuff, but it does not get any sponsors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yep. so I'm just going to mention, hey, this, that, that, and the other thing, and boom, we're off to the races. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good idea, I think. I think you're going to have. I think you're gonna have good luck with that. Make I think even it's more gonna, money. I think it's gonna work. I'm gonna buy one of your fucking comic, comic books. books? Here. You yeah. like comic books? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So another segment is forthcoming. Yes. Thank you. 